for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Okay, we'll stop the presses. Sticks might not be in the Rock Hall of Fame yet, but there is this. Tommy Shaw is now in the White Castle Cravers Hall of Fame. <laughs> a couple of people inducted into this thing that I guess exists. Tommy Shaw, concert promoter Danny Zalisco, and John Prine. Apparently it's reserved for the most devout fans. And Tommy Shaw said, There were no white castles in my hometown of Montgomery, Alabama when I was growing up there. I discovered them the first time I went to Chicago with my bandmates in MS Funk, which is the band that he was in before he went to Styx. This is in the early 70s. They were so satisfying I could eat a bag full. He says, My wife Jeannie and I live in Nashville now, and it's damn near impossible to pass our local white castle on Thompson Road in Berry Hill without pulling into the drive through and getting our regular double-doubles with cheese, fries, and a Dr. Pepper or a shake. Life is too short, and they are exactly what we need when we need them. And now I want some. I don't know if he's being paid by White Castle, but he should be. So apparently Tommy Shaw, big fan of White Castle, and now in the Cravers Hall of Fame. Okay, Tony Iommi says he doesn't know how Black Sabbath managed to record Paranoid, the song or the album, after a street fight that happened about three days before they were supposed to start recording the thing. Could have been the end of their career. They'd played a show, and there was some sort of dispute over their fee. And so Geezer Butler goes outside to call their manager from a payphone, remember those? And he gets surrounded by skinheads who were shouting, Get the hippie! So Tony Iommi is saying, Geezer's normally Mr. Peaceful, not one to go looking for trouble. He got out of the phone box, came running back in to tell us what was going on. It felt as if a member of our gang had been threatened, so we all headed out to sort it out. That's when Ozzy grabbed a hammer, but to be fair, they had all sorts of weapons too. They were ready for a proper fight. So apparently Osborne swung the hammer very well. Iommi said there was quite a lot of blood. It was a pretty vicious fight. At first there were about a half dozen of them. All of a sudden a load more emerged from someplace and we just thought, oh God, we've had it. Not sure how we managed it, to be honest, but we just got out of there in one piece. They jumped in their van. They drove 120 miles back to Birmingham where Tony Iommi lived with his parents. He says, I remember going home and my mom shouting up the stairs saying, hey, how did it go? And he said, oh, really good, thanks. He's looking in the mirror and there's just blood everywhere. So, you know, pretty black Sabbathy. And finally, you're Robert Plant. You're a rock god. Are you ever embarrassed at any of the music you put out? Oh, apparently he is. He said, after the 70s, which were very tough, there was, of course, the massive success of Led Zeppelin, but the tragic death of Plant's son, his own serious car accident. John Bonham died, of course. He said there was a lot of pain, a lot of pleasure. He said, so he wanted to move on from the 70s when he got into his solo career. And he said... I was embracing whatever I felt really moved me at the time. So the techno revolution in the 80s is, well, we look back in horror now, or maybe we don't look back in horror, but we do look back and go, geez, how did we actually manage to get our head around that sort of shit? And the answer is, with great zest and a considerable amount of noise. He says, I mean, it's very funny, but some of it worked really okay. I was embarrassed about it for a long time, especially once I got to 1993 and Fate of Nations, which was a really big turning point for me. The thing is, you don't have any perspective at the time. You just joyously careen through another bunch of ideas and another combination of good spirits. And here we have Robert Plant today. But if you can imagine, if you're not entirely proud of the work that you do on a day-to-day basis, Robert Plant looks back on some of his music and goes, eh, not too happy with that. That is the Classic Rock Files.